Welcome to the Allegory of Spots podcast series. Thanks for joining. In each episode, we introduce a new spot. We talk about how spots hinder our progression mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, and how to overcome any spot that may be holding you back. As you begin to move and apply the things you learn, you'll start to see weaknesses become strengths, and you'll begin to see and feel greater light come into your lives. I'm Dan. In this Allegory of Spots series, we will talk about trials. From a scriptural standpoint, one of the stories that may come to mind from the Bible is the story of Job. In Job 2.7, it says, So went Satan forth from the presence of the Lord, and smote Job with sore boils from the sole of his foot unto his crown. Now that's a lot of boils, and I can't even try to imagine walking with boils on the soles of my feet. This surely could become our definition of a trial. And from the story of Job, this was just one of his trials. Opposition or Satan gave Job his boils. Trials come from opposition. We also learned from the scriptures that a trial may not just be of a physical nature. It can be of a spiritual nature as a trial of our faith. This type of trial may be an attack on our belief in God and may be just as hard to endure as trying to walk with boils on our feet because it attacks our very faith that we use to rely on God to help get us through hard times. Maybe another story from the Bible that may come to mind is the suffering of Jesus Christ. He was not only subjected to a trial of leaders or officials over him, but his trial, one could say, began at that point and continued on through to his death on the cross. He suffered the brutal treatment in prison by the guards, and as he bore his crucifixion cross through Jerusalem, what suffering he experienced by having large nails driven into his hands and wrists, feet and ankles, and most certainly as he hung there on the cross struggling to breathe. When we go through our troubles, we have to realize that God is still there to call on, to help us. Job was given many trials, and yet he never lost his faith in God. From Hebrews 4.16, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. As hard as it is in times of trouble, our test like Job is to have faith in God no matter what we are experiencing. How does this help us? By having faith in difficult times, we grow closer to God. This strengthens your faith and is the opposite of what happens when things are going well for us. When things are going well, we may harden our heart with pride and forget God, thus causing a distance between ourselves from God. Recently, a friend of mine shared a story of her trial with me. I have her permission to share her story. Life is full of growing experiences that teach us how to overcome opposition, weakness, and fear. Let us be grateful and rejoice knowing that as we stand with courage through our trials, the Lord will not leave us without guidance. He has given us the companion of the Holy Ghost to abide with us. Some trials are deeply private burdens that no one else can see. Others are out in the open for the world to see, such as an illness, family hardships, financial burdens, addictions, and much more. 
Thomas S. Monson, a former president of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, taught us that our future is as bright as our faith, knowing that God has a plan for each of us and that He has our best interests in mind can help us push through life's greatest trials and oppositions with faith and courage. When our little boy was just six months old, we discovered that he would need heart surgery. He was diagnosed with contraction of the aorta. The blood flow from his heart was being blocked by a narrowing, preventing the oxygen-rich blood to flow as it needed through his body. His blood pressure was extremely high, and this was nearly overlooked since birth. He had been born with it. We consider it one of our greatest blessings that it was caught before his life was threatened. This was such a scary time in our lives. We were uncertain of the long-term damages from his diagnoses and upcoming surgery. We were surrounded with a wonderful support system of family and friends. We strongly felt the influence and comfort of the Holy Ghost. This trial in our lives increased our faith, our testimonies of God, and our ability to rely heavily upon the Savior for comfort and peace. I witnessed the presence of angels, both seen and unseen, minister to my baby during this time. I was able to see so many tender mercies unfold on our behalf. I had never not wanted to do something so much in my entire life. But our faith in the Savior and His plan gave my husband and I the strength to hand our baby over to the surgical team and trust in God's plan. Our baby went through the surgery as planned, healed quickly, and came home from the hospital sooner than expected. He continues to thrive without medication, and his blood pressure is within normal range. As part of this story from my friend, she shared the following teaching and scripture about Joshua from the Old Testament. Sometimes we face trials that seem impossible to endure or overcome, but when we are armed with faith and courage, we can be confident we can do hard things with God on our side. The word courage can be defined as the ability to be brave when one is in danger, in pain, or in a difficult situation. Life requires many kinds of courage, the courage to face facts, solve problems, accept assignments, abide by our principles, and follow the Lord. After the death of Moses, the Lord called Joshua to lead the Israelites, who so often failed to keep his commandments. He knew that without courage or faith to follow the Lord, Joshua would not be able to fulfill his calling and endure the hard times ahead of him. The Lord offered words of encouragement to Joshua as he faced the overwhelming task before him. From Joshua 1.9 Be strong and of good courage, be not afraid. Neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. In closing, by turning to him in faith, in hard times we learn that he is real, that he is there, that Jesus can take our sorrows and our burdens. And as we develop faith in him, we learn to recognize his works. And as my friend said, her faith in Jesus increased. At the end of each episode, you'll hear us repeat the steps on how to remove your spots. It's simple. There are four steps in the process. Number one, start by making a comprehensive list of all the things in your life that you need to get rid of. 
or repent of or even be healed from. You'll know when your list is complete, when you feel you've included all the items that come to mind. Number two, take an inventory of what you're feeding your spirit. Because what you feed your spirit is what feeds your flesh. Your body will follow your spirit. Number three, now that you've identified the spots, let's get rid of them or cast them off. And here's how you do that. Present your list to God through prayer. Ask Him for help. Ask Him to remove your spots, to literally take them from you. Ask God to remove and offload all your burdens, your stresses, and your concerns. Stop trying to carry them alone. They weren't meant for you to carry. And number four, once you've finished steps one through three, it's time to start the process again. Only this time, dig a little deeper into your soul, searching out even the smallest of spots you might have overlooked or not even recognized. Ask God to reveal them. He has a way of bringing them to the surface. And finally, continue these steps until you've completely cleansed yourselves of any and all spots. Then move forward day by day using the atonement of Jesus Christ to keep yourself unspotted.